Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. And we are so glad that you tuned in to be with us uh, here this morning on this uh, episode uh, of our podcast. So we're just so glad to have you with us, and we hope we can be a blessing to you today. And I don't know if uh, uh, how many of you uh, heard or had the opportunity to listen to our last episode, but it was on being overwhelmed. And a lot of folks I know uh, have felt overwhelmed, but we've had a lot of people on Podbeam, uh, on Spotify, also on Apple Podcasts or iHeart Podcasts, and other places as well as YouTube uh, that has uh, listened to that particular podcast. We actually had quite a few more than normal. So I know there's a lot of folks that's feeling like they've been really overwhelmed. And that's what we was talking about. And here this morning, I want to talk to you something, uh, not really the same, but a little similar. And I'm going to talk to you today about feeling like, like you're just an outcast. And I know that uh, some of you listening may even feel like that today. So I was looking up what a, a definition of an outcast, there are several different ones, but uh, if you look at uh, a K- KGB dictionary and look at that, you can kind of see here some things it says. So part or some of the definitions of an, an outcast means simply to be cast out or thrown away to be rendered useless or rejected or feel like you are someone who has just been expelled or you've been in exile or maybe that you feel like you've been uh, driven away, non-included. And so I think some of these feelings come to a lot of folks and thus we're talking when we mention outcast this morning, we're talking about feeling like an outcast. That is actually what I'm talking about today. Do you feel any of those kind of feelings? Do you feel like do you feel like in your heart any of those do you feel like you are useless? Have you felt like you've been rejected by those around you, maybe people you loved, people you knew? Have you felt like you've just been tossed out? Uh, you're not you know, included in circles that you'd like to be? Or you've been kind of expelled? Or you feel like others have placed you in a position of exile uh, away from them? I'm not talking about being exiled to a certain, like a desert island or anything, but you know, around them, you just feel like they have exiled you or put you away from them, driven out. 
not included, all of these feelings. So if you've been feeling like that today on any of those things, then I want to talk to you this morning. So uh, I've had some folks actually that's even told me that very thing, which is what prompted me to uh, look at, at this today and talk to you about this. I, I've had some folks tell me, said, well, pastor, I just don't feel like anybody wants to be around me, like nobody wants to even come near me. I ask you today, have you ever felt like that? Have you ever felt like, what's wrong with me? Do I have a disease? Why don't anyone want to include me? Why don't anyone want to uh, be my friend or talk to me? They uh, they say that, and, and I look at the Bible then in Luke chapter 5 and verses 12 to 16, and there was a person just like that uh, that was uh, a, a leper. And the Bible said when that man that had leprosy saw Jesus, he fell down at his feet and said, Lord, if you will, you can make me whole or you can heal me. So Jesus, I feel like he was uh, very, uh, very overtaken by this plea from this man saying, you could if you want to, if you would. Now, this man, naturally, he felt like no one wanted to be around him, and that was true because men or women that had leprosy in that day, I mean, there's no cure. And the only thing they could do was exile you into a a place where no one else was there but other lepers because it was very catching. You was also, you know, referred to as unclean. Leprosy was a terrible, terrible disease. And many preachers and people have typed or made it like a type of sin. So he was telling him, Lord, I really would like to be clean. He reaches out and touches that man, heals that man, and tells him, go to the priest and show yourself to the priest. Now, you know, there was others in that crowd, actually. And uh, they went and all of them received their healing, but only one came back and uh, uh, came back to Jesus and began to thank him for that. So maybe you feel like, yeah, nobody wants to be near me. Nobody wants to come around me. So whether that be true or not true, you may feel like an outcast, outcast of people, but you are not an outcast to Jesus. I mean, he loves you no matter what. You may think because of... Uh, other things in your life that surround your life. You may have been a person that had been very, very sinful in your past. And you may have done things that people would say, be careful of that person. You don't know their past. But I want to tell you something this morning. It doesn't matter what a person's past is because it exact it is exactly that. It is their past. And the Lord will forgive people with terrible, terrible past. Amen. He will forgive them. You know, we recently uh, have had some folks in our church that was saved that, uh, you know, they they 
have even told me one person said, you know, I had a bad past. I said, that's all right. Jesus has a great future. So that's the way I'm looking at it today. Hey, listen, others may look at you and say, I want nothing to do with that person. Stay away from me. And, you know, and they feel like they're an outcast. Well, if you look at in Luke, and I'm going very quickly through these. I don't have time to take a lot of time on each of these because my point is, are you feeling like you've been an outcast? There was a woman there that had been very sinful. It's in Luke chapter 36, goes through verse 50. And uh, this was a woman. She had an alabaster jar, and she had uh, taken... Uh, the Bible said that this woman had came to where she was, came to where Jesus was, rather, and she used that ointment on him, and she was full of remorse because of her past. She began to cry. Her tears fell on Jesus' feet. She washed his feet and dried them with the hairs of her head and anoints him with this alabaster box of very expensive ointment or a uh, a perfume type thing. It made some folks mad, even even getting the disapproval of some of the disciples that said, Master, do you know who this woman is? If you knew who this woman was, well, of course Jesus knew who she was. Of course he knew that in her past she had been, I suppose, a prostitute. But the Lord looked at her quite differently, even though others could only see her past. Jesus seen what her future could be. And Jesus gave them an example about someone that uh, had uh, borrowed uh, two different people who loaned money or lended money. And two people had also been forgiven of their debts. And he asked Simon Peter, which one? do you think love the most? One owed a small amount, one owed a greater amount. He said, Lord, I guess the one that you forgave the most. And Jesus said that that's a correct answer. And that's why that woman loved the most because she was forgiven the most. So God forgave this woman. Yes, she had a past. She felt like an outcast. She didn't think anyone wanted anything to do with her but Jesus still cared for her, forgave her of her sins and had mercy on her. Or, I mean, there's many others, but for instance, like maybe, you know, here's one, maybe Matthew, who was a tax collector before he got uh, saved. And of course, God had forgiven uh, him. And he, he actually wrote one of the books in the New Testament, the first epistle, actually. Or, and it was the book of Matthew. And uh, God forgave him. And you know what? You'd say, well, did he feel exile? Well, let me ask you, do you like to be around tax collectors? No offense if you're a tax collector and you're listening today. But Jesus looked at that man, found him sitting at a booth collecting taxes. And Jesus just said, come and follow me. Did you know he immediately left everything behind and started to follow Jesus? I say to you today, if no one else wants to be around you, Jesus does, 
And all he asks is just like Matthew, leave that behind. The same thing he asked of that woman that had been a prostitute, leave that lifestyle behind. Follow me. Matthew, you don't need to be a tax collector anymore. Come and follow me. And he made him a disciple, a preacher of of the gospel. And even that leprous man uh, that was there and nobody wanted to be around, but Jesus said that he healed that man. And you know what? People didn't have to worry about being around that man anymore because he was not the same. Jesus had forgiven him. There's, there's many one, many different ones I could talk about today. I've got about three or four more, but I'm only going to give you maybe uh, one more. And this one here was in Luke 8, verse 26. Uh, there was a person there. The Bible called him a lunatic. He was possessed of devils. He was in the land of the Gadarenes. He lived among tombs and caves and, if you if you will, graveyards. This man often wore no clothes. He cut himself with stones. Nobody wanted to be around him. They was frankly afraid of him. And he was demon-possessed with many devils. And the Bible said, though, when uh, and different times he had to be shackled with chains, bound up to keep him from hurting himself, from hurting other people. Jesus asking, I think it's verse 30, he said, what is your name? And he said, my name is Legion, as if he was going to put fear in the master. That didn't scare Jesus. And of course, Legion, he was talking about the, the uh, amount that was in him. And of course, Jesus commanded the devils to leave him and go into a herd of swine or pigs. And they did. And those devils entered into those pigs. They ran down a steep place and went into the sea and killed and drowned themselves. Look, animals didn't want the devil in them. They killed themselves when the devil got a hold of them. Yet we walk around as men and women full of the devil. I'm telling you today, whether you you feel possessed by sin or whether you feel uh, uh, by disease, or a past occupation that was horribly sinful, uh, it it doesn't really matter what it was or what you used to be, like uh, that, that prostitute. It doesn't matter. Whatever it was, don't feel like you've been cast away. Don't feel like an outcast because Jesus Christ loves you and he will forgive you. And even though men might not want anything to do with you, Jesus Christ will still receive you. There's a a couple of good scriptures, and I want to just give you these to give you faith. And by the way, you say, Pastor, have you ever felt that way? Have you ever felt exiled? Have you ever felt like pushed away or or those kind of feelings? My answer is, of, of course, most of us have. But I look at Philippians 1 and 6. And that verse says, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you or me will perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ. So I'm confident in the fact 
that when other men might not have wanted anything to do with me, Jesus received me and accepted me, saved me and forgave me. And I'm confident he that started this good work in me will keep me till that day. Because like Ephesians 2 and 4 said, but God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us. Or what about Matthew? Matthew said it great in Matthew 10, verse 29. He said, are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? And not one of them shall fall on the ground without your father. In other words, without God knowing it. He said, but yet the very hairs of your head are numbered. Actually, I left out a word. He said they are all numbered, every hair. All of them are numbered. The Lord knows the very hairs of your head. Fear not. He said, therefore, yea, you are of more value than many sparrows. So if the Lord knows the sparrows every time one falls, if he knows every hair on your head and has them numbered, and then he comes along and said, your price is greater than all of that. You don't have to worry about uh, being cast out or feeling alone or forsaken or pushed away because Jesus will never do that. Before I close, I want to I want to read Psalms 139 and verses 13 and uh, part of 14 here. Psalmist said it like this, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and I am wonderfully made. Marvelous, marvelous, the Bible said, are the work, thy works, and that my soul, that my soul knoweth right well. So God has made you fearfully and wonderfully. His works is marvelous. So if you're a sinner, if you're lost without God, if you fit into any of those categories that I mentioned and you feel like you have leprosy of some sort and nobody wants to be around you, no one wants anything to do with you because of what you've done in your past, nobody wants to do with you because of a, a terrible occupation you might have had. Look, I know men that have taken drugs and sold drugs and had a horrible past and I've watched the Lord save them and change their life. And he can do that for you. I'm telling you, the Lord loves you and he cares for you today. If you have a family member, you need to let them take it and let them listen to this. If they don't know the Lord is their savior and if they've are, if they been feeling like this. So I say in closing, have you been feeling like an outcast? Have you? Well, Jesus has not cast you away. He loves you, and so do I. My prayers are with you, and we're praying for every one of you that listens. Feel free, amen, to, if you're on YouTube, please click the subscribe button and like, and we'd appreciate that. On any of the other ones like Apple or Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, you can just follow us. And I would appreciate it so much. Well, this is Pastor Miller, 
And I hope you have a great rest of your day. God bless you.